Hi, this is Hear the Word of the Lord podcast. I'm Brianna Segrist, and these episodes are a record of the things that the Holy Spirit presses on my heart. He is speaking all the time, and we should always be listening. I pray that these episodes will encourage you to hear the Lord and will inspire you to seek the Lord yourself and hear His voice for yourself. On this episode, I have a message for the people of Western New York, a message for people who are called to be pastors, teachers, and leaders of the church, and another message for women and mothers in the Church of God. And if you don't think you fit into any of those roles, I encourage you to listen anyway, because I have found that a lot of times when the Lord is speaking to someone else, there is a word specifically for me, and I'm praying that that will be the case for everyone who listens today. The date of this message is October 28, 2001. The Lord says today that he has a plan for this town and for this community that is a type, that is a sign for the community of the United States. He says that he has a plan for the dead and the dying that will be a sign to the dead and the dying all over this nation. He says that too long the people have lived by the rules of the word and not by the spirit of the word and too long people have lived by the advice of their elders and not by the advice of the word of God and he says that he is coming in and shaking up the foundations he is going to come in and set aright the things that have been wrong he says the house has been built but the foundations are shaky and these foundations need to be set again on righteousness truth and the holy spirit and the Lord says he's going to do this in um, a single generation. He says in one generation, he's going to shake up the foundations and reset them. And the house will be shaken and things will be disturbed in the house, but the people will be saved because of it. And the Lord says that he's going to send an earthquake to this community that's going to surprise them. And the earthquake is going to signal that he is the one doing this work. And he says, when you hear the earthquake, when you see the trees shaking, not to be alarmed because it's not about death. It's about resetting and refinishing what he wants to do. And the Lord says to the leaders of the church, For so long now you have rested on the advice of your elders. And he says, you have not sought my face and my presence and my word for the people. He says, stop searching your own mind and your own thoughts and the thoughts of your contemporaries and the thoughts of other men for your words from the Lord. He says, instead, seek my face, seek my heart, seek my spirit and let my spirit speak. Fill your mouth as you preach to the people. The people have been hungry. The people are hungry and starving and wasting away for lack of the word of the Lord. 
They are comforted when they should be convicted. They are condemned when they should be comforted. And he said, it's because you have not heeded the spirit of the Lord. You have not spoken the word in the correct season. He said, you have taken the words of God and spoken them in the wrong setting. And because of that, the people are harassed, they are discouraged, and they are fleeing the house of the Lord. And he says, if you would come to me and put your face on the ground before me and wait on me and listen for my word for the people, you would find that the people will come out of caves and out of hiding and come to hear the word of the Lord. Because the word of the Lord will feed them and encourage them and edify them and give them the life and the hope that they've been yearning for. But as it is, they've come to you, they've looked to you for the word of the Lord and what they've gotten has been the exact opposite of what they've needed in every case. And you have been satisfied with yourselves preachers of the word because you say that you preach the word of God, but you haven't preached the current manna of God. You've been picking up old moldy manna and trying to feed it to people and telling them that it's the word of the God, word of God, so that they think that the word of God is moldy and decrepit and disgusting. And you have misaligned, you have maligned the word of God because you haven't been in season. And the Lord says to you, leaders and shepherds and pastors and teachers of the flock to repent and stop leaning on curriculum and stop leaning on other people telling you what to preach and get on your face in the presence of God because you were called, you were chosen, you were anointed to feed the people of the Lord, to feed his flock. Don't neglect it. And I have a word for you mothers. The Lord says to turn your worries into petitions. Turn your gossiping into intercession. He says don't make yourself a tool of the enemy. Don't make yourself the voice piece of the enemy tearing down and speaking curses on the people that you love and that you are connected with. He says you are mothers, mothers of Christ, mothers of the church of God. You are to be linked arm in arm, supporting one another and protecting the young and the impressionable from the onslaught of the enemy and he says instead you have welcomed in and opened your doors and ushered in the enemy to condemn and pull away and ruin your families because you yourselves tear down your own families your own loved ones sisters brothers friends neighbors with your words you condemn them you um you call out their faults rather than lifting them up, encouraging them, and edifying them. And he says, stop. Stop with this. 
Watch the gates of your mouth. Watch the words that you say. Don't speak and tear down your brothers and sisters in Christ, whether they're your own children or other people's children, but instead speak into their lives what the Lord would have for them. He says to you, when you see your neighbor's child behaving incorrectly, rather than tearing them down and calling them names and condemning them and cursing them with a life that is full of that sin, speak into their life the hope and the regeneration and the renewal and the redemption that the Lord wants for them. And when you are tempted to be discouraged about your own spouses and your own children and your own family members, the Lord says, get on your knees and intercede that Satan would not have his way in those people. He says, you are the gatekeepers. You are the intercessors. You are the ones who have authority in the kingdom. And when your eyes perceive evil in another person, it's not so that you, like a flock of chickens, can all pounce on the one that is bleeding and tear them to shreds. You are instead anointed to be their protector, their healers, and their lifter-ups. You are anointed to speak blessing, to pray for them, to bring them meals, to serve them, to tenderly guide them into good, into goodness. So walk in that role that you have. Walk in that role. And I hear the Lord saying that there's only a little time. There's only a little time. Whether it's your time here on earth or whether it's our time left before he comes, there is only a little time. The day flies so fast like a blink. And he says, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time in needless pursuits. Don't waste your time building up your career and your home and your pleasures. Don't waste your time pursuing things that don't matter in eternity. But spend your days, spend your money, spend your time seeking the Lord and knowing his will. Building the kingdom. You who call yourselves Christians... Spend your money on things that matter. Spend your days on things that matter. The Lord doesn't condemn you for loving things that you do. The Lord doesn't condemn you for loving hunting and loving cooking and loving spending time with people. The Lord doesn't condemn you for any of these things, but he does condemn you for spending all of your time on your own pleasures and so little of your time on building the eternal kingdom of heaven. The Lord says to you that whatever you do, use it for the kingdom of God. If you are a hunter, use your hunting to bring people into the kingdom of heaven. If you are an artist, use your art to reveal the kingdom of heaven. If you are a reader, read books that build and edify your soul. Whatever it is, do it for the eternal value because the kingdom, the kingdom is always being built.
But there are many people who will come into the kingdom of heaven and will absolutely be wrecked at the time that they wasted on things that didn't matter. Whatever your talent or ability, your hobby is, use it for the kingdom of God. I'm reminded that I know a woman who um, is a dancer. And the Lord showed me so clearly once that though she's a dancer by trade and, and her joy is in dancing, she doesn't use her dancing to further her own interests, but she uses her dancing as a tool for evangelism. Her primary interest is in evangelism and discipleship of younger people. And so she uses her dancing to build a business that allows her to interact with young people and evangelize to them and disciple them. And that's how we should all be. We shouldn't look at our businesses as a way to build our profit margin, as a way to build our bank account, as a way to build our reputation. We should look at our businesses and our hobbies and our interests as ways, as just tools that we can all use to build the kingdom of God. I just over and over and over again hear the Lord saying that there's so little time, so little time. And not in a way that means that we should be afraid or worried or prepping, but in a way that means that we should use our time and our money, spend it like today is the last day, use our money to build into the kingdom. Spend it all on building the kingdom and turn around and if there's tomorrow, then the Lord will give us more. The world is hungry for hope. The people around us are hungry for the joy of the Lord and they don't even know it and they don't see it and they look at Christians and they look at the body of Christ and they say, I've heard that you have something, but you don't look very much different than me. We should be weeping at that. We should be weeping for the lack of fruit that we have in our bodies And there's only one way to get it. It's to abide in Christ. It's to live our lives, waking up in the morning, looking up at his face, seeking his presence, and then spending our days constantly striving to know him more, hear him more, and to spread the fruit and the aroma of Christ farther and farther. And the thing is, when we do that, we ourselves are full up. We ourselves are completely satisfied and provided for. And then we become a fruitful tree that everyone around us, like like how birds come to a tree that's full of fruit when there's nothing else around That's how the world will be when we are bearing the fruit of Christ. When we have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, the world around us is going to look at us and see that. But if we ourselves are moldy, decrepit, dying, gasping for air, they say to themselves, there's no more hope in the house of the Lord than I have here. So if 
If you're listening to this message and you yourself are not abiding in Christ and hoping in him and just dripping with the joy of the Lord and the love of the Lord in a way that's blessing the people around you, then there's only one prescription. Get in the presence of God. Lay on your face and say, Lord God, I need you more. I need you more. I need you more. I need to know you, God. I need to hear you. And then wait. Wait on the Lord. The Lord says that he is faithful. He answers those who seek him. He answers those who call to him. But sometimes he wants you to wait. He wants you to lay there and wait on him. Give him time. Give him one day. Re- like My actual advice to you is open the scriptures get alone with them, read the scriptures until he speaks to you, until the scriptures come alive. And you know what? Maybe today you read 15 minutes and then you wait a while and you think you hear nothing, but you know what? Do it again tonight and then do it again tomorrow. And don't waste your time watching television if you haven't heard from the word of the Lord. If you haven't heard the Lord, if the Lord has not pricked your heart personally, then get back on your face and go after him again. Because the Lord sometimes, I think, wants to know if we're earnestly seeking him. He doesn't want us to have like a 10, 15 minute devotion and then go off with the other 23 hours of our day. He wants us, he wants to know, do we actually want to know him? And if you, and the thing is, you have to have you have to have faith that the Lord has something that is good for you. Hebrews 11:6 says, "Without faith it is impossible to please God, for anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him." Are you one of those that earnestly seek God? Do you actually believe that God is good? that he loves you, that in him is all fulfillment in your heart. Sometimes it takes choosing to believe that message, asking the Lord, Lord, give me more faith to believe that you really actually have everything that I need and want, that you actually will fulfill me more than any food or pleasure or fun or money or success. Lord, give me faith to believe that. Give me faith to pursue you. That has to be our prayer. And then do it. Seek after the Lord. You've been listening to Hear the Word of the Lord podcast. I'm Brianna Segrist, and this podcast is published semi-regularly about once a week if you have any comments or questions you can reach me at briannasegrist.com or email me at briannasegrist at gmail.com i would love to hear what the lord has been speaking to you and if the lord has ministered to you through this word but more than i'd love to hear from you the lord would love to hear from you I encourage you to go after him yourself and hear the word of the Lord for yourself.